Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. I'm going to be sharing with us this morning about the faithfulness of God. And um, I know that this is something that will ring true in your heart. Is that right? Because you sang that song with such gusto. So I know that this is something that you have a revelation of too. So this morning, this is going to give glory to God as we talk about his goodness and about his faithfulness. So I would like us to go to Joshua, because that's where we find ourselves these days. We're not going to get very far, actually. (laughs) We get to Joshua 1. Verse 5, which we will have on the screen as well. And it says, No one will be able to stand against you for as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. And that's what I want to share about this morning is... God being with us. He promised to Joshua that he would be with him as he was with Moses. Now Joshua had spent a lot of time with Moses. They'd got a really intimate, close relationship. And so when God said to Joshua, I will be with you like I was with Moses, Joshua had first-hand experience at seeing that promise be outworked. He'd seen God be faithful to that promise to Moses and now he was having that promise made to him too and so he could take that promise and he could believe in that promise right from the beginning when we give our lives to Jesus he makes that same promise to us when we read in Matthew 28 20 it's only a very short one again I've got lots of tabs in my bible today And I seem to like the tail end of verses. So (laughs) it says, Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. God is saying again, I will be with you. I will be with you. So when we give our lives to him, he whispers this to us. This is a promise that we take into our hearts and this becomes a promise that God then outworks the rest of our lives that we spend with him. John 14, we can turn there. This is a great scripture. John 14, 16 to 21. says, and this is Jesus talking to the disciples. He's getting them ready for his um, going ahead of them. And he says, if you love me, obey my commandments. I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads leads into all truth. The world does not receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. The Holy Spirit is in us now. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. 
Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me since I live and also um, will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am your father and you are in me and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because you love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. There's lots of interconnecting going on here. Jesus is in the Father. Jesus is with the disciples. The Holy Spirit is in us. There is this team approach here, but we basically have God with us. He is in us, and he's with us. And it's so good to know that God is with us. And he's with us in a really intimate way. He's not just with us out there somewhere far off. He's with us. He's right here with me. He's with me, and he's with each of you. We read about this in Psalm 139. Um, I know many of you will like this psalm, but I'm going to read it because it's such a great example of God's closeness to us, how much he really knows us and how much he really is with us. It says, O Lord, you have examined my heart. You know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Too great for me to understand. We are talking about mysteries this morning, but our hearts understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the furthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me. And your strength, and your strength, and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life, you recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I cannot even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. What a beautiful description of God's faithfulness and God's closeness. David had a fantastic revelation of what it meant to have God with him, and this is our revelation. God says, you know everything, in here it says, you know everything about me. He knows everything about me. He knows everything about you. Everything. Everything he knows about you. He knows what you're going to do even before you do it. He has gone before us, and he follows us. He's there. We can't get away from him. He is there. And even in the darkness, you know, in the dark place, he 
He, you can't get away from him. He is there. He's made this promise to us. And sometimes we might turn our back on him. And sometimes we might walk away from him. Or we might take a different path. But he doesn't turn away from us. And if we turn back to him, we'll find him immediately. And if we reach out to him, we'll find him immediately. And if we call out to him, we find him immediately because he's there. He's there like the prodigal son returning to um, the father. He's there waiting, ready to receive us. He doesn't walk away from us. He promises that he will never abandon us. And he, he's faithful to his promises. I just think this is so amazing. Um, what a love to experience. What a commitment we have given to us. What a passion that God has for us. How caring he is to us. What an amazing father he is to us. What an inspiration he is to us. We are in safe hands. And I can stand here as testimony to God's faithfulness. He's never let me down. And I know for many of you, this is absolutely your testimony because you sang that song with all of your hearts this morning. He knows every moment of my life. He knows everything that I've done. He knows everything that I've thought. He, he knows everything that's been done to me. He, he knows everything. And because of this, I am secure. And because of this, I know that I am safe in his hands. And it gives me a confidence to live out my life knowing that I have a heavenly father who is faithful to stand by me and with me. And he's, he's not just heavenly father as in you know my personal dad he is the creator of the whole universe he has power it says he has a strong right hand i don't really know what that means but he is strong he is powerful he's the creator of the whole universe he put the seas where they're meant to be the mountains where they're meant to be the skies where they're meant to be and then he carefully knit me together in my mother's womb. He is massive. He's amazing. And he's on my side. He is with me. Because of this, we can know his company. We can know his comfort. We can know courage. And we're going to explore a couple of those things this morning together. But how do I know that he is with me? You know, it says here, and I read about it, but how do we really know? Um, I can say that I really know because my life reflects this. You know, I've walked with Jesus for a little while now. <laughs> and, um, and all the way along, he has been faithful to me. I can, I can vouch for him this morning. And I know many of you can stand here and vouch for him and his faithfulness as well. Um, the evidence of him being with me, you see peace in my life. You see that I am secure and that I am confident, and this is a testimony to God's faithfulness to you and to the world. And the evidence of God being with us is through the Holy Spirit. We know in our hearts that God is with us because he's revealed this to us personally through the Holy Spirit ministering this to us. Yes. Yes. Um, we go back to John 14. I spent a lot of time here because it's such an intimate conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples. 
14:16, um, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The Holy Spirit is our advocate. He is the one that leads us and guides us. So we can know God with us means that we have constant company, that we're never alone. We never go out into the world alone. We are never in our homes, away from the world, alone, because God is with us. In Psalm 23, 4, you know this one. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you're close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. God is with us. He is close by our side. We can take refuge with him. Jesus has promised not to leave us, never to leave us alone. Um, I, I really like being by myself, actually. We have a busy house and a big family, and we are very blessed by having those things. But when I get little moments to myself, I really enjoy those times. Um, and I work shifts, so it means that I do get times to be by myself. But I'm never alone. I'm never lonely because I know that God is with me. So I never feel a sense of loneliness. And I don't know what it's like to be alone. I don't know what it's like to not have people come back to the house at the end of the day. I'm, I'm not in that stage of life. But I trust that God would be with me because he is faithful to his promise and he would be kind, and he would look after me. And But there are there's an, you know, other types of loneliness. There's the you-haven't-got-any-company kind of loneliness, and God provides for us by providing a church family. He provides company for us so that we are not alone, so that we're not isolated, um, and we can't be together all the time. Um, but there is provision. God cares for us and shows that he is with us by giving us one another for company and fellowship. There's also another type of aloneness, and that is when you are with lots of people like you are right now, but actually you might still feel alone. And that's because you feel different to other people. You feel like you're the only one going through what you're going through at that time. And I've experienced that and still do at times. There are times when I feel like a fish out of water. I feel like I don't fit in where I am. But actually, when I call out to God during those times, he brings comfort to me immediately. He reassures me that I'm made in his image. And it doesn't matter that I'm not the same as anybody else because he made me the way that I am. And I can take comfort in that and encouragement that he whispers those things to me. There are times when um, we go out socially, or when we used to go out with the physio crowd, when Richard uh, was a physio, and even now, um, I get a little nervous about going out and spending time with people that I don't know so well. And so I will pray, Lord, please help me to have a good time tonight. <laughs> please help me to be a blessing to people and encouragement. Please help me to not feel alone and be able to have conversation with people. And I always, always, always come away from those times having had a great evening, a great time. I know that God has been able to um, bless people through the conversations that I've had with them. Um, so God is faithful to answering our prayers. We mustn't be afraid of loneliness and talking about loneliness with him because 
He has provided comfort for us and companionship with him. He's always there with us. Let's talk a little bit about God's comfort. Knowing that he is with us, knowing that he loves us, gives us a huge amount of comfort within our hearts. So let's look at Romans 8, 35 to 39. anything separate us from Christ's love? (laughs) Good. (laughs) Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or are hungry or are destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus, who loves us. I am convinced, this could be me writing this, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, nor our fears for today or our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our God loves us. He loves us passionately. And because we have difficulty and because we have hardship does not mean that he does not love us. That is not true. And if you ever hear those thoughts enter your head, it is not the truth. God loves you and he will be with you in your difficult times and he will be there to help you out of your challenges and your troubles because you have your challenges and troubles doesn't mean that he is not with you. The world would like to tell you that, but that is not the truth. God is with you. Ephesians 3, 17... says... Then Christ will make his home in your hearts, and as you trust in him, your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. God's love keeps us strong. His faithfulness to lovers keeps us strong. In our hearts, we are strong. I've spent 25 years looking after children. Um, I first studied child development, and then I went on to study nursing and I'm a paediatric nurse and I work in the A&E department at the Royal and um, you get to know children when that's your job and I know children pretty well and I can I can tell children um, I can recognize when children are loved and when children are cherished because these children have a confidence within themselves they might be shy they might not be you know jumping about everywhere with a huge um, boldness and confidence that way, but they are secure children. They are children that trust their parents. They are children that have a confidence, a quiet confidence. And we are the same. When we know the love of God in our lives, we too show that confidence to the world around us. Sometimes we need to trust that well, God will love us when other people might not. There have been times in my life when I have had to decide to give up 
on pursuing the love of other people, which has been hard. I've had to lay down some relationships at different times um, and choose not to pursue love from that source anymore. And that hurts in the moment, but I've done it because God has advised me to do it for my own good. And I know that I can trust him because he will love me enough. He has never left me without enough love. I've always felt loved and always felt comforted by him. His love makes us secure, makes us confident. It makes us unshakable. It makes us the, well, you can be quiet or you can be loud, but it does make us the confident type. God's um, faithfulness to us gives us courage. It enables us to be brave. And we really do need to be brave in life. Uh, Romans 8, 31 to 34 says, What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? For if God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all. Wouldn't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one, for God himself has given us right standing with himself. No one will condemn us. Uh, No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the right place of honor at the right hand of God pleading for us. Again, this reminds us that God is there. Jesus is for us. If he is for us, then, to be honest, it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. Um, I like you to think the best of me, but really, I want his approval more than anybody else's approval in the world. Knowing this helps us to be strong. We really do need to be strong and courageous. Um, And we've been encouraged reading Joshua you know, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous. We've, we've got to be strong and we've got to be courageous. That's what life requires of us. Following Jesus is not always easy. We have to make decisions, you know, to follow what we are advised to do in the book here takes courage because sometimes we have to lay things down. Sometimes we have to walk away from things and that takes courage. To be obedient takes courage. But... Um, you can be assured that God will not leave you when he's asked you to do something. He will stand right by you and help you to walk out what he's asked you to walk out. So it takes courage to make these tough decisions. You know, standing at work sometimes, we, um, we have one area of the department which is called recess, which means that we get a phone call from an ambulance to say there is a child on the way in and we get name, we don't get a name, we get an age, we get the sex of the child, and we get a brief summary of what's coming in. And we prepare the area, and then we stand and we wait. We wait for these children to arrive. And it's quite tough. You don't know what you're getting through the door. Sick child, that's what you're told. Sick child, four-year-old. You know, that, that's not good news. So you, we need to be ready for anything. And at that moment, in the natural, I get a little bit nervous. I don't know what I'm going to have to deal with. Potentially this is a child near death and we're going to have to help them to survive. And so during those times I pray, Lord help me 
Lord, help me to have confidence. Help me to have a quick thinking brain. Help me to have compassion. Help me to be able to know what to do to help this child. And he helps me. And he helps me in that situation. So he wants to help me when, I want, when he wants me to be obedient to him because he's told me to do something from his word. But he wants to help me when I'm in the workplace as well. He wants to help me to be brave. He wants to help me to be strong. And he does. He's there with me. We were encouraged last week by Anna to be seed sowers. Who's managed to sow a seed this week? Fantastic. I'm going to put my hand up. Um, to be encouraged to be seed sowers um, reminded us that it's our responsibility. I don't want to remind you this morning to be brave because God is with you. Don't be brave just to be brave, but be brave knowing that God is with you and he won't leave you. He will give you the confidence. You know, we've, I've been talking about bravery for a little while. I spoke to the youth about being brave. We've talked about this at Life Group as well. Being brave, you don't just decide to be brave, go to bed, wake up the next day, really brave. It doesn't work like that. You have to practice being brave. You have to do things that challenge you so that you have to overcome to grow in your bravery. It doesn't just happen without us doing something about it. So it's a risky thing to pray, Lord, help me to be brave, because he will give you situations. But... I will be with you. I will not abandon you and I will not fail you. God is with us. He won't walk away when he's asked you to do something. When he's given you a seed to sow in someone's life, he will enable you to do that in a way that is just like you. Not like Anna, not like me, not like anybody else. Just like you, how he's asked you to plant that seed. So... I don't have a huge amount extra to say. I just want to be an encouragement to you this morning and remind you that God is with you. And um, I know that you know this already, but it's good to talk about the good things of God. He is with us. He is faithful to us. He's faithful to provide company to, uh, to us. He's faithful to provide love and comfort to us. And he's faithful to help us to be brave. Praise God. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.